President-elect Donald Trump indicated for the first time on Thursday that he supports completion of the Dakota Access Pipeline. Protesters have been camped out at the construction site in North Dakota for months. And now winter has arrived, dumping almost two feet of snow on the encampment this past week. The two-day deluge drove out some of the fairer-weather protesters. But most are gearing up to stay. All are waiting to see what happens on Monday, the deadline set by the Army Corps of Engineers for protesters to leave federal land. For Inside Energy, Nikki Ouellette reports. Kuze Balu is hurrying to finish wrapping insulation around a wooden structure, like a little box house, at the Ocheti Shikoe camp near the Standing Rock Reservation. It's, it's essentially a glorified tent with a, a lot less chance of caving into snow. Baloo is from Ohio. He's a member of the Pokagon Band of Potawatomi Indians. That's about all people need out here, though, you know? I mean, it's like, I mean, we could, we could go for comfort, but that's not why we're here, right? Baloo is one of a few thousand people committed to this ongoing protest against the Dakota Access Pipeline. They're living in three camps along the banks of the Cannonball River, and that has authorities worried. The Achete Shikoe camp is the only one on federal land where authorities say campers are illegally trespassing. The day after Thanksgiving, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers issued an emergency evacuation order for land it manages near the river. A few days later, North Dakota Governor Jack Dalrymple issued a similar order, warning that people trying to truck in supplies to the camp could be fined, and the state will no longer provide emergency services. We will do our best uh, to respond to emergencies, but under those conditions, uh, we cannot guarantee a response. Early reports of the evacuation order described it as a blockade. Dalrymple says that's not the case, but he still thinks people should leave for their own safety. He said this emergency order is the same he would issue during an intense flood. We have not at any time uh, ever contemplated uh, going to the main camp and removing people from that area. All we're saying is that we encourage you uh, to find a better place to be. Some people did leave the camp after the storm and governor's order, but more are digging in for a long winter. Knock, knock. Come in. Okay, thank you. Paul Chiokton Wiggins designed and is building a new style of teepee for people preparing to stay and continue protesting the pipeline despite the pair of evacuation orders. They have been endeared with the name tarpee. They're kind of like unicorn teepees because they just have a stovepipe sticking out the top. <laughs> Wiggins is from the Saanich tribe in Washington state. He says he came up with the design after his first trip to Standing Rock in September. And then I looked at the teepees and I was walking around. I was like, that's it. It's the structure. It's it's the perfect shape for the environment. He started a GoFundMe site and raised enough money to build 80. They come equipped with a stove, fire extinguisher, and carbon monoxide detector. Closer to the Missouri River, Corrine Lewis is living in Michigan camp. This is the kitchen. She's part of the little band of Ottawa Indians and has been shuttling back and forth between the camp and her house in Michigan for a few months. I felt like I was so at home and, and empowered to be here. Michigan camp is a cluster of three army green canvas sleeping tents, a mess hall, a teepee filled with supplies, and a few tents half buried in snow. Currently, about 50 people live here. Lewis thinks they can make it without grocery runs for about a month. Even though she's living in the evacuation area, she says she has no plans to leave. I am pretty content here, but I, I don't want to leave. I want to stay here and I want to see what's going to happen. Despite the orders to evacuate, 
More people are arriving every day, including a group of 2,000 veterans who say they plan to act as human shields between protesters and the police. For Inside Energy, I'm Nikki Willette in Cannonball, North Dakota. Inside Energy is on the ground at Standing Rock and will continue to report from there as the story develops. Find more of our ongoing coverage at our website, insideenergy.org.